Welcome to Time Traveler's Conversations with the Past. With me, Frank. And me, Alicia. Here we interview historical persons. And gain new understandings for history. Welcome, young time travellers, to, um, another exciting episode of Time Traveller's Conversations with the Past. Today, uh, we're journeying back to the 17th century, all the way to Sweden. Our journey takes us to the Swedish Economic Museum, the Royal Coin Cabinet, to meet a very special person, Johan Palmstruch. So, uh, buckle up, hold on to your hats, and let's begin our journey. Hello, time travelers. I'm Alicia, your interviewer for today. We're here in the Royal Coin Cabinet, surrounded by centuries-old coins, and um, with us is our special guest, Johan Palmstruch. Hello, Mr. Palmstruch. Greetings, Alicia, and so hello to all the young time travelers listening. Mr. Palmstruch, could you um, please tell our listeners a little bit about who you are? Well, Alicia, I am best known for introducing paper money to Europe. I was born in the year 1611 in Riga, which was part of the Swedish Empire at that time. Um, in my youth, I spent some years in Dutch cities, where I learned about banking and finance. When I returned to Sweden, I brought with me the idea of a bank that could issue banknotes, which was quite a new concept in Europe at that time. That's fascinating. How... um. How did you come up with the idea of a bank that issues banknotes? It was during my time in Amsterdam, where I saw the workings of the Amsterdam Exchange Bank. They had a system where merchants could deposit their money and get a receipt, which they could then use as a form of currency. I thought, why not take this idea a step further and create a bank that could issue paper money? That's how the idea of Stockholm's Banco, the first European bank to print banknotes, came to be. That's an incredible idea, Mr. Palmstruck, but uh, why paper money? What was wrong with the coins? Well, coins were heavy and hard to carry around, particularly for large transactions. Paper money, on the other hand, was light, easy to carry, and more convenient for large transactions. Plus, it allowed the government to control the money supply, which was a key factor in economic growth. Wow, that's really smart. But was everyone happy about this new form of money? Not everyone, Alicia. Change is often met with resistance, and this was no different. Some people were skeptical about the value of paper money. They couldn't understand how a piece of paper could hold the same value as a gold or silver coin. But over time, as they saw the benefits, they started accepting it. That's truly a pioneering effort, Mr. Palmstruck. Thank you for sharing this with us. What a fascinating journey, time travelers. Did you know that Johann Palmstruck's bank, Stockholm's Banco, issued too many banknotes without the necessary collateral, which led to a banking crash known as the Great Banking Failure of 1668? This resulted in Palmstruck's imprisonment. But don't worry. He was freed later, and his idea of paper money became widely accepted. Let's take a short break, and when we return, we'll hear more from Johann Palmstruck.
Welcome back, time travellers. Before we dive back into our conversation with Johann Palmstruch, um, here's a little anecdote about him. Did you know that even though Palmstruch is known as the father of paper money in Europe, he had a tough time managing his own finances? In fact, he ended up in prison because his bank, Stockholm's Banco, issued more notes than it could back with silver and gold. But don't worry, there's a happy ending to this story. Now, let's get back to the conversation. We're back with Johan Palmstruck. Mr. Palmstruck, we learned before the break that your bank, Stockholm's Banco, issued too many banknotes, and it led to a banking crash. Could you tell us more about that? Yes, Alicia. It's not a part of my life that I am proud of, but it's an important lesson in responsibility and integrity. In our eagerness to make paper money more accessible and popular, we at Stockholm's Banco issued more banknotes than we could back up with gold and silver. This um, led to the great banking failure of 1668. That sounds really tough. How did it impact your life? It was a hard time, Alicia. The failure of the bank resulted in my imprisonment. Um, I spent some years in jail. However, the experience taught me valuable lessons about responsibility and the importance of trust in banking. That's a tough but important lesson. Did this experience change how you thought about banking and money? Absolutely, Alicia. It highlighted the importance of a strong and trustworthy banking system. It made me realize that while innovation is crucial, it must be balanced with responsibility and integrity. That's a great lesson for our young time travelers, Mr. Palmstruch. Now moving on, what would you say is your biggest achievement? Despite the challenges, I am proud to have introduced paper money to Europe. It revolutionized the banking system and laid the foundation for modern banking. It's humbling to know that something I created centuries ago is still being used today. That's indeed a remarkable achievement. Thank you for sharing your story with us, Mr. Palmstruck. And that, dear time travelers, brings us to the end of the second part of our journey. But don't go anywhere. We still have more exciting stories to share with you after the break. And we're back, time travellers. Before we resume our chat with Johann Palmstruch, um, here's an interesting fact about him. Did you know that Palmstruch means palm tree in Dutch? He adopted this name when he moved to Sweden from the Netherlands. It seems this man was not just innovative in banking, but also in choosing a unique name. Now, let's return to our conversation. Welcome back, Mr. Palmstruck. Before the break, we spoke about your achievements and the lessons you learned from the challenges you faced. Now, our young listeners are curious about your life outside of banking. Could you tell us a bit about that? Certainly, Alicia. Well, outside of banking, I was quite interested in the natural sciences. I was a member of the Royal Swedish Academy of Sciences, which was a great honor. I also enjoyed walking in nature and spending time with my family. That sounds like a well-rounded life, Mr. Palmstruck. Now, if you could go back in time, is there anything you would do differently? 
That's a good question, Alicia. While there are certainly things I regret, like the banking crash, I believe that every experience, good or bad, teaches us something. So instead of wishing to change the past, I would rather focus on learning from it. That's a wise approach, Mr. Palmstrach. Finally, do you have any advice for our young time travelers? Yes, I do. Always be curious and never stop learning. Whether it's about money, science, or any other field that interests you, keep exploring. And always remember, it's okay to make mistakes as long as you learn from them. That's wonderful advice, Mr. Palmstruck. Thank you so much for sharing your story and your wisdom with us today. And with that, um, we've come to the end of our journey, time travelers. We hope you enjoyed your trip to the 17th century and our chat with the remarkable Johann Palmstruch. Until next time, keep exploring, keep learning, and remember, history is full of fascinating stories just waiting to be discovered.